welcome back to another episode of Lash Executives on Beautiful Wines channel. My name is Sandra, Lash 401. This is Susana. Hi, my name is Susana Dorava. I'm owner of Chuchi Lash Studio and Chuchi Lash Academy. Opening, we start with training. What state are you in? What day? State. Oh, we're in Wisconsin. Ooh, okay. Yes. All right. So, welcome back, like we said. So, we're going to be talking to you about uh, different business topics and branding items uh, that may help you with your business as a lash artist. Okay, so one of the first things that we're going to talk about, and it's super important, is choosing a name for your business because that's what people are going to call you, right? So, Chuchi, yes. how did you choose this name? So, Chuchi is my nickname. When mm -hmm. I start uh, doing my lashes, I see like everybody lashes by, and it was not any name like actually resonate, you know, resonate with me. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, everybody call me Chuchi, so I'm gonna put it Chuchi Lash. But I'm thinking now, uh, do a little rebranding mm -hmm. before I grow more, because I think a name, I want a name that people just saying it, people remind me, or I, you know, something comes to their mind and feel connected. Yes. Because let's be honest, sometimes people have a little trouble saying chuchi, or they can say chichis. <laughs> so I don't want that, even though, you know, people know me, but um, for the level that I want to be, I think I will rebrand. What do you recommend for new brand? Like, so. Well, I would definitely start with putting down three to five words that you would want uh, customers, friends, anybody to think of when they say your brand's name or when they think of you. Mm -hmm. What are three to five words that they would think of? Um, and then I would take those words and put them on a wall and walk past them every day uh, because you want to become comfortable with them. Whatever uh, uh, name that you choose, it's got to be something that you're comfortable with because it's going to be on your wall, it's going to be on all of your emails, it's going to be what uh, customers are going to be referring to you by. Um, so it's super important that you have a name that you like um, and that they can pronounce. And not to say that yours can't be pronounced because my first business name was spelled E-S-D-E-X-O. And it was supposed to be my initials, which are S-D, and an X-O for a hug and a kiss. And I thought I was being cute, right? <laughs> So yeah. the way that I spelled it, though, everybody was calling it S-Dexo eyelash yeah. extensions. And I was like, what the hell? That doesn't, no. Yeah, sometimes you come out with a day, with a name like it's and familiar it sense to, you. to you, but it doesn't make sense to yeah. anybody else. So yours was your nickname and mine was just my initials yeah. and whatnot. And so I then changed the name to Eyelash Art. I think a lot of people go through this because when you start a lash business, like you don't think like how big you can be or grow. Mm -hmm. In the beginning, we don't know anything about business. We don't have an identity yet. We don't. We don't know anything. Like we're just trying to glue hair to hair. Yeah. So you just come out with a name, and suddenly when you like, you know, time pass and open the eyes, and you're like, whoa, I'm fully booked. Oh my god, I'm growing stuff, and you're like, oh, wait a second, okay, I want this now, yeah. and and that's when. And people is I think it's natural. People is rebranding all the time. Absolutely, and don't changing be afraid to do it either. You can change your mind. Yes, changing logos, getting a new name, and stuff like that. So I'm really considering like do our rebranding. But um, by the way, think about just an FYI, when you go to rebrand, if you are registered as an LLC, 
I am. And you have a registered business name. So, for example, if I, w I am registered as SDXO LLC. Cool. Okay. <laughs> and I had to file an amendment. So then now my EIN is attached to eyelash art. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah, so that's important. I'm, Don't forget. I'm really thinking on doing that. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the You're information. You're always, you know always, always, Something always to remember too is that when you go to change your name, you're probably going to change your Instagram too. You might want to send a notification to your clients two weeks, 30 days before. Yes. Say, hey, we're changing a few things. Our new page name is going to be this. Um, mm -hmm. That way you don't lose people. Put it on your story as well. Let them know because I hate it. When I go to look for somebody, I'm like, where did they go? They're gone. But I realize on the Instagram sometimes you can change your name after 14 days. So yes. maybe you just can change and then make stories maybe two weeks ahead of time. Mm. And this is going to be the new name. This yes. is going to be the new name. So yes. it's the same Instagram, but just realize that it's going to be different name yes. and stuff. Like that's people can be they know, know you. familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a few times some new names popped up and I was like, who the hell is this? Yeah. Delete. How do I follow you? <laughs> I don't know who this is. Yeah. yeah. Do yeah. I follow you? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So that can happen. Okay, Sandra, um, can you explain us a little bit like about branding? Mm -hmm. So branding is not just a logo. It's what you want to project to the client mm -hmm. or the student. So it's about color, funding, when you integrate on your Instagram, on your website. Uh, what, what kind of like, you know, maybe you can do like a spa thing and then, or plants. Can you explain us? Like, it's a vibe. It's a vibe, a vibe, right? And a vibe, yeah. <laughs> a vibe includes, yes, branding, your logo, your color scheme, mm -hmm. um, even filters. What kind of filters you use on your pictures and whether they all share the same hue. Um, True. So what's very important with branding is consistency. Is uh, if you have your if you have your brand or just yourself as an individual lash artist on different channels such as a website, a Facebook, a so a Instagram, a TikTok, and whatnot, you want to have consistent branding across all of them so that no matter where the user views you, they know it's you. Yes, they recognize you and they're all cohesive too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because that also shows that the brand is very put together mm -hmm. and like you said, cohesive. So Sandra, I'm gonna start doing like uh, in-person trainings. Actually, it's launching just on January. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm gonna have like I'm gonna focus more on beginner lash artists because sometimes they need uh, a little more attention, and I'm more a person like goes God to detail. You. God bless you. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't like when I see trainings of classic for one day. Oh no no no. So my training is gonna be, you know, like a private or like a small group more than four because I honestly don't believe in, I have trainings like when we were 10, 11, mm -hmm. and you don't see that trainer than me. And I like attention. Mm -hmm. I need attention. So for me, I believe just a small group, no more than four, when the training can be there for you and see the micro movements. I told you we my have child. to do. <laughs> she's Mama. exactly what she's saying is exactly how I did it. I yes. either only did private or I only did a, if I did a group, it was no more than four, because yes. I wanted to be able to connect with each of my students and to really be able to help them. I didn't want them to walk away feeling like I didn't even get to spend time with her. Like I didn't even get one-on-one -on -one time. What did I just spend all this money on just to be a part of something, but not really a part of it? Exactly, and sometimes, and especially in classes, they don't even know how to grab the tweezer. Yeah. So 
with my training of classic, uh, it's going to be three days. Mm. So how many days do you think a training, especially for classic, should be the minimum days? Well, let's actually take it one step back because mm -hmm. i got to make sure I'm careful how I say this. So whether it's classic or volume, the first time anybody picks up two tweezers, mm -hmm. the most time is going to be better for them, right? Yes. A longer course, the better. Yes. Um, I do not agree with courses that try to teach all three. Yes. That try no. to teach you classic hybrid and volume in that one two-day course. I don't believe in that. Nope. That's too much information overload. Mm -hmm. The most important part is technique. So if we start with classic because it's literally just picking up one at a time, then yeah. Absolutely. I, I think three days is amazing. That's actually... Um, that's Maybe two, three days? Right? Two if it's private, for mm -hmm. sure, because if it's just one-on-one, -on -one, that student's getting that time. Yeah. Um, if it's a group, then maybe do the four, the three days. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that could work. But um, most of all, the most important thing is, I know you said you're working with beginners, but the thing that trainers um, have to remember, and it could be just a, a learning curve, is that you don't know what you're getting with your students. You don't know what they're coming in with, what they know and what they don't know, because mm -hmm. there isn't a set curriculum out there yeah. there isn't something that we're all told this is all all you have to teach this and yeah. this is why lashing and it's a certification it's not a license right yes anybody can be a trainer um and so you never know what your students are coming in with so if i can actually make a recommendation mm -hmm. i would send your students a questionnaire before mm -hmm. the class that's oh. what i used to do and i used to ask are you left-handed or right-handed what kind of isolation tweezer do you use do you pick up first or do you dip do you glue ring? Do you let tile? Me, let me something I learned from you. Yeah. I have a tweezers from every single brand. Yeah. And what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna make them try every single tweezer and I learn it from you. Yes. Because I love when you one of your trainers, um, you were training someone and you posted on thing like that and you let your student try different tweezers. I'm like, oh my god, if I do train one day I'm gonna do like that because every hand is different. Mm -hmm. The grip is different. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's like, it cannot be, in my tangers, trying tweezers. Mm -hmm. So I think if you want to deliver it the best, it have to be, you mm -hmm. know, private or small group when you can actually dedicate uh, time to the student. Yes. Because if your student is successful, that means you are successful. Absolutely. So when, when you can nurture um, just that curiosity, because mm -hmm. there's so many products that we have, and because our businesses, we're fortunate that Katie has this storefront where we can come in and try products yes. and touch and feel them. Yes. But for the majority of lash artists out there, you are buying something online and you don't get to touch and feel and or try. Yeah. So if you have an opportunity when you attend a course and or a conference, convention, and you have an opportunity to try as many tweezers as you can, please take that opportunity because you'll be surprised. There's so many times that you have a tweezer that you bought yourself you get it home and it doesn't work. Uh, it doesn't work the way that you thought it would work. Um, and you don't like it and you throw it away or you put it somewhere to go collect dust. But don't throw it away because later on, when you're 15 a, years later, <laughs> you're a better lash artist, you're like, oh, where did this came from? Yeah, this it's like a brand, me. it's like Christmas. Yes. Yeah, two years yeah. later, you pull it out and you're like, oh, why didn't I like this two years ago? Yes, because we, we evolve. Yes. So your hand that you have when you're beginning is not gonna be the, the hand that you got, you know, in one year, two years, or the speed. That's why when it's not mm -hmm. never a perfect glue. No, it is the perfect the glue that works for you, not work for me. Exactly. 
humidity, yeah, temperature. This is my child. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Even wow. during the day, it goes up and down. So you have to know your product. Like I mean, I like to stick with a glue because I know how it works and how mm. to do it for summer, winter, yeah. especially in Wisconsin. Once you find your glue, stay there. Yes. <laughs> like, and here's the thing, you're going to try a lot. Don't get discouraged by that. That's just a part of the process. People are going to recommend a lot of different glues yes. and they're not going to work for you. That's going to happen. Um, <laughs> so I, don't take it too hard, you know, if somebody says, they said that was the best, but it didn't work. That's a reality. You just have to keep going until you find the one that's right for you. It's like your boyfriend. You try different boyfriends until you find the one. The right fit, you know? <laughs> yes. Um, but actually, um, I was going to say in the beginning, you kind of time to the money you make, you buy different lashes to, to, to you know, get the lashes that are for you, the tweezers are for you, for your hand. So don't always try different brands. In the beginning, I used to buy like a, the trays, with the mixed trays. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I try different lengths, different thing, different thickness too. And I would recommend, you know, especially beginner lash artists, to never compare yourself with someone else. Mm -hmm. Because in the beginning, I was like, why can I do the sets like Sandra? <laughs> when she's like, I'm like, okay, yeah, she has. And meanwhile, Sandra's like, why can I do the sets like such and such? So we're exactly. all comparing ourselves. And everybody wants to be super fast in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I realized that even expert lash artists, you know, you know, lash artists like Sandra, like they have years here, they still taking two, three hours for a volume set. Like today, we got our time. Mm -hmm. We're trying to perfect the craft. And uh, yes, we it take your time. When you take your time to dedicate in you, it's better to put like 20 good volume pens to just make all fast and they're all full of with bar retention. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I agree with that. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. And we would just like to say, stay beautiful. I hope to see Beautiful Wands as one of the biggest eyelash brands in the industry. You have to put in that work and those hours and that time and that grit. Stay beautiful. beautiful.